This is The Secret Place with Bishop Cyprian Williams, a podcast from the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitsinevis. Join us for the message already in progress. Pleasant good afternoon. Yes, it is a, it is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon in the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. Welcome to The Secret Place. Amen. Glory to God. I pray and hope that you're having a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Yes, come on, come on, everyone. This is the secret place. Amen. Hallelujah. He that dwelleth, oh, glory to God, in the secret place. And we want to thank God for this, another opportunity that we can come together again. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and we celebrate you today. We thank you, dear God, for this glorious day that you have given unto us. I pray, dear God, that, Lord, that you will increase in us, dear God. And, Lord, that we, O oh God, will continue to celebrate your goodness and your mercies. Bless, dear God, each and every person today. I thank you, dear God, for the revelation that is coming from your presence even right now. In the name of Jesus, God, I glorify you and bless you right now in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope that all is well with you. Yes, come on, come on today. Come on. Let's have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. I hope that you enjoyed yesterday's uh, yesterday's um, encounter. Yesterday's encounter. Amen. If you have any questions, amen, I want to welcome all of the champions. If you have any questions at all, please, you can post it. You can post it. Amen. Glory to God. And we definitely, I will definitely try my best to... Um, Yes, I will try my best to address that matter. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we give God praise. We give God glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. And so we give God thanks and praise. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Okay, glory to God. Amen. 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 Um, I'm going to just go over a few things here. Um, remember yesterday we went through a few things um, that we were sharing. Amen. Glory to God. We were sharing. Um, actually, we left off yesterday by looking at the quiet um, place, that secret place, that place of uh, um, where you position yourself to hear. How important it is that you position yourself to hear the Lord. So we're talking about a quiet time. Amen. Um, if we can continue as we develop, um, you know, we, we're talking about the word. We talk about all the different things that need to be in place for you to hear God. Uh, we got to go to another step, another step of this, um, the prophetic voice releasing or receiving the mantle, the prophetic mantle upon your life, whether it's going to be um, the spirit of prophecy, whether it's going to be the office, um, maybe where it's going to be a prophetic presbytery, whatever in the area of 
that prophetic ministry and anointed, um, the, the steps that I gave you yesterday must be followed. And so not only need a quiet time, you know, not all, um, not only the quiet time is needed, which is that time of dedication I talk, spoke about laying before the Lord. Um, even Jesus himself um, had quiet times, went alone to pray. Um, this is important. It is important that we find that quiet time with the Lord, um, to hear the voice of the Lord, to um, tune out every um, negative and distracting voice. And so that you can really just press yourself in to hear the voice of God. Remember, the God is ever speaking. God is ever speaking. God is not out of tune. Okay? God has not lost his frequency. Because of sin and because of disobedience, that has caused us. Yes, that has caused us to lose our frequency, to lose our rhythm. And to lose some, uh, yes, our hearing. So what is happening is that our hearing is being distorted because there's so many other voices and other things that are contending for our response, our hearing. And so it is important that we tune our ears again to hear. Amen. Um, yes, so good afternoon again, all of you. So not only the quiet time. Then the next thing that needs to be happening in our lives and in our lives is that there must be a prophetic, we must have prophetic mentors. We must have a prophetic mentors. In, in the Old Testament, it is called, you must sign up to the school of the, of the prophets. Okay? Um, we are going to have encounters like that. We are going to have encounters with even myself and also other seasoned prophets, right? I, I think that, you know, over the period of time, we have seen a lot of prophets come in to prophesy. Um, but we, we don't just want people to come and prophesy, right? So we must be able to have persons who are going to have one-on-one -on -one sessions to activate, to cause that anointing to be activated in the house, right? And remember I said that we are moving away from these um, singular prophets, uh, you know, uh, you know, just these individual prophets who are taking nearly all the glory. Um, not, you know, I don't want to mean it in a, I didn't mean it in a bad way, but sometimes what they're shining, they come in and whatever, and then they're gone. No, we want the prophetic ministry or mandate to be developed in every house. Amen. Glory to God. And so that is why I always remind you, I always inform you. Um, yes, I got to inform you many times that we are, amen, not just only apostolic, but we are prophetic people, amen. We are kingdom people, and so that mantle. So you must um, sign yourself up, and it doesn't mean of a school where you have to pay. It means a mentorship program. Reason why you need a mentorship program, because the words that you are receiving that word must be tested or tested or proven between the mouth of any two or three witnesses let every let every word be established yes i heard somebody um, um there my daughter is a month and talking about the area of hit and run 
come come on now and the, yes now no hit and run coming and running now and so what's going to happen we must have um prophetic the prophetic mantles apostolic um flow that is connected with the people that they're coming to preach to so we don't want just people to come in hit and run now we want some sort of um covering um you know i can provide certain of that dimension but we are going to tap into other um you know mantles other persons so that they can come in and raise up and i know some many of you're going to be on on these calls amen when those when the time comes that you must invest in you must invest and even though it might be a paid program or not paid or whatever you must invest in the the mandate that is upon your life amen you must invest in the mandate that is upon your life glory to god so when you when you look at this the person must or persons a presbytery right a prophetic presbytery must be able to testify or to witness or to approve whatever you're hearing there are too much self-made prophets around and individuals who want to prophesy but do not want what we call the area of earth. So they don't want to be accountable. They, 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 you don't go through a period of testing where somebody else will be able to um, listen to what you're hearing and to figure out if you're hearing from God or not, or maybe you just need that word to soak a little bit. Or maybe the person will tell you um, that's not the Holy Spirit. And so because of fear of being rebuked, because of fear of um, being ridiculed or maybe, you know, proven wrong. Um, but it, it, it is, isn't it better to be proven wrong, right, in, in, a, in a school of ministry, in a mentorship program, right rather than going on a big big stage and getting it wrong which one you prefer one done in secret in a classroom setting in in the school of the prophet or you're going to the nations and get it wrong missing god right so that we we have we have too much people who and and then not only just missing god Sometimes the flesh gets in the way. And so the mentor is there to tell you, no, um, get yourself out of the way. Because some people, um, you know, like Jonah, you know, Jonah had a word, prophetic mantle, to go down and he ran away. We know the story. And later on, he went and he delivered a word and the people repented and, you know, changed. And we, we saw that, you know, the, the destruction didn't happen. And Jonah got upset. You know, I got vexed because, you know, I went through all of this year and then, you know, look at what happened and no judgment happened. And so we have to be very careful that our own spirit, right, our own spirit don't get in, entangled in the whole stuff. That's why we got to be very careful that we're not preaching or um, proclaiming things out of hate, out of um, our human spirit. We must allow the spirit of love.
to, to happen. So if, if God says something, the people truly repented and he changed his mind. You can't go out there and vex because you were looking for fire and brimstone to happen. Right? But at the same time, if God speak a word and you know, you know, you know, pretending and whatever, whatever, and people, and we see it delayed, that don't mean you're gonna shoot on the prophet to say, oh, the prophet is not a, um, a true prophet because it didn't happen by this time. But if the prophet says that this thing will not happen by a certain date and all this other stuff, because a lot of people have said dates and when look now the date come and nothing happened. Sometimes it could have been, did you really hear God um, saying that this date and whatever was going to happen? Or you might have think that is that date. Going through the prophetic trading is going to be um, something that is going to help. Be connected to uh, a presbytery. Have a proper covering. That word presbytery is just talking about leadership or covering. Having that so you have a mentorship. Understanding, not only this. Is that every prophet, every prophet or person that is flowing in the prophetic ministry must be connected to a local house. You must be connected to a local house. Gone are the days where we are picking up people out of the street who have no local house to come into our houses to speak. If you're not connected, and to a house, then go on the street. You should not be in the house if you are street prophet. If God call you to the hills, then be the prophet to the hills. But if you do not believe in the in the local church, if you do not, if you're not associated, if you're not, if you're forsaking the assembling of yourself, why should you want to come to prophesy to the same house that you fail to connect with? Okay, so there must be a reason why. Because every every prophetic mantle or ministry or prophetic person must have some sort of covering. That's why we, we are over the period of time, I think a lot of people have hated prophets because the, the prophets of yesterday or yesteryear used to be prophets who come in and mash up churches. When you check them out, they're not properly grounded Rooted and grounded in the local church. They don't have no pastors. They don't have no heart for people. They don't have no heart for the local church. And so they come in and mash up the church. When the, the, the office of the prophet is not about mashing up. It's about revealing God. The, the image of God. The, the, the work of God. It's about drawing people's attention to what we talk about the area, the times of refreshing. But yes, refreshing comes after repentance. But they got in their mashup stuff, no wisdom, no, no guidance. If they had wisdom and they were connected to presbyteries, they would have tell you there are certain things you do and there are certain things you don't do. Hello? For example... When, um, from my own teachings and from my own thing, um, we have to be very careful. A lot of people go and tell people a lot of things about marriages and all the things. That's one of the areas. Um, you know, yes, we can tell people be very careful. The Spirit is revealing to me. You maybe need to pray a little bit more. 
But when we go and tell people, the, you, you know, some many people even see the person and tell them, because a lot of pastors say they're, they're flowing in the prophetic and they're telling people, oh, the book, look, I, I don't even see the person. And you're going to tell them, God say that you're supposed to marry this person. There's no love. There's no liking. There is no attraction. But they're just hearing a prophetic voice or, you, you know, these areas and just prophesy these things. Sometimes it could be where God may be saying to you, okay, um, you know, you're, there's somebody's coming and wherever, wherever, even links that some things are all the person that God is going to be, maybe going to be in the house or maybe, you know, something like that, but not to directly tell the person, well, this the person and all this other stuff. We have to be very careful with those when it comes to those areas. Um, because as again, prophetic word is one thing, but remember the people have to live their lives together. Sometimes God may step in and say, look, um, especially when you don't know the person, the, the, you know, the, the person that you're with, you know, God may be saying to you, hold on or hold off because there might be something going on there. We must be able to hear God in this season. Um, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, um, the Lord says in verse um, 15, the Lord says, the Lord, your, it says, your, the Lord, your God, will raise up for you a prophet like me. Moses is saying here that God is going to raise up a prophet, uh, um, um, raise you up a prophet like me from, uh, from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear. Right? According to all that you desire, right? All that you desire, even though, even though a prophet may be seeing certain things, there is a way how to communicate, right? There's a way to communicate those things because God has to open up the person's eyes. There's certain things that we have to speak about. Um, there's, you know, in, 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 in terms of your prophetic delivery, it's not everything has to be done over the mic. Because there's certain things that are sensitive. Very, very sensitive. And it could create embarrassment. It could create um, somebody going to deep depression because, uh, because of the embarrassment. Because of what's going on. Um, so much people are now open up. Right? We have to be very careful. There's certain stuff that sometimes the Lord will say certain things. For closure, nothing is wrong if I remove the mic and speak directly to the person. So we have to be very sensitive when we come to certain dimension. For example, back in the days when um, HIV was was very big, on on the on you know, and a lot of people were fearful. You couldn't go into a service and call out somebody, and you know, and the Lord revealing to you that the person had HIV. And go out there and do that. Even today you shouldn't even do this. Because that is embarrassing to the person. Yes. Even if I am praying. And I, you know, God revealed to me something. I can remove the mic. And I can break that spirit. Speak to the person in the, in, in the ears. And break that spirit. In the name of Jesus or whatever. 
uh, might be it might not be just a sickness but it might be an addiction and so we have to do certain things we have to understand for example um you may go into a church which we sometimes have gone into churches and i see certain things operating um in there that is not really according to biblical standards what are you going to do go in there and mash up the thing and and say all kind of stuff and then you create a whole no wisdom can tell you that after whatever you warn the people and then you say look there's certain things that are going on that is and god is not pleased Nothing is wrong with that. You give them the word that people need to repent. But then it needs to be drawn to the man of God. You understand me? That this is what's going on. Right? Sometimes, if you know, and, and, you know, people refuse to do certain things, it means that God will have to, he will find a way to get his work done. So we have to be very careful. Remember, um, the delivery, because if you look at, the delivery of prophetic ministries yes and, and and it's not compromising because if i say that there's certain things going on in here and whatever whatever i mean but when you're going to be going and pointing and say you and you and you and you sleeping with one another and all this other stuff that's not no i could drive to the pastor he could take it if he wants it or not right i could drive to the pastor and say look there's some issues going on in here that you need to deal with. Just like we see these things in the local church. And because remember, the five-four ministry gift is not there to destroy the saints. It didn't say destroy the saints. It says to edify the saints for the work of the ministry. It means in edifying, there's going to be some cutting. Yes, because if there's bad blood, there needs to be cut. There needs to be certain things. So we have to look at the presbytery. And that is why, that is why the church has been suffering when it comes to the prophetic mantle. Because we do not have much fathers in that area or schools of the prophet or prophetic presbytery. And it needs to be in this last days that we are living in. We need more and more persons who can, you know, uh, you know, go to trusted person and say, I'm hearing this and sensing this. What are you thinking? You understand me, Bishop? What are your, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm sensing this thing. What should happen or, you know, whatever. And then they can pray for you. Sometimes, I'm going to do this. It's not everything you hear is to be revealed. And so that is important as you go through. It's not everything you see. It's not everything you hear. God is actually telling you to speak. You must know what is for prayer, personal prayer, and what is for utterance. There are certain things when it comes to the local church. There are certain things that must be dealt with by the set man. So if you're seeing certain things and you say, look, um, bishop or pastor, there's certain things that um, you don't have to call a name because of then God, even though you see certain things, let the man of God be able um, to see. And something they will tell you, yes, I'm aware of certain things and give them the chance to do certain things. Because in the local house, when it comes to the local house, there is spiritual protocol. There is spiritual protocol. That is why 
you could know when some prophets are trained and when some are not. Whenever prophet is trained, they always ask for the authority from the pastor. Hello, you all with me? Reason why? If you, if, if, if you want the spirit of Christ to continue, you're not only a man under authority. Hello? Because that's what it is. When you are your man under authority to, to another man, the spirit of the prophet is subjected to the prophet. But when the prophet goes into a local house, he is subjected to the leadership of that house. You know, over the years, people say, I'm a prophet, so I go do what I want. No, 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 no. You can't do what you want and say what you want. When you're having your own private meeting or um, your tent meeting or whatever, and it's not, um, you're, you're running your own show, it means that you can do what you want. But when you go into a local house, you have to submit to the leadership of that house. If the pastor says to you, like I've been to churches before and they told me clearly, you're not going to speak in the tongues in here. We asked you to preach. Uh, I accepted the invitation. I knew it was not a, a tongue-talking church. I accepted the invitation. I cannot go into the people's pulpit and do what I want. Well, we came under agreement. I said to them, I said, okay, you don't want me. I realize what you don't want. You do not want me to speak in tongues over the mic. I said, but when the spirit comes upon me, it will flow. And so is it okay that I flow off of the mic? Because really and truly, you know, the reason why they invited me is because they want the encounter. They want the people to encounter certain things I said, and there were no problem. And I've, I've, I've preached at that church many, many times uh, over the years. And even now, if I am back on that particular island, anytime and they know that I'm there, I got to let them know. I got to kind of hide because the day they know that I'm there. Um, even if I show up. And so what happened? Conveniently, sometimes I will show up to just show my face on the, um, the last Sunday before I'm, I'm, I'm planning to leave because I know the day they see me, they don't want me to preach. Okay? Right? But many times I, I, when I'm, I'm in certain places, while I'm there for ministry, I'm there for ministry. If I'm there in a particular, I'm there for what? Vacation or rest. And nothing wrong with rest. Okay? That's what I'm telling about that time of rest. Let me give you this. While I'm on rest, I want to say this. I remember years ago, God said to me clearly, He said, son, I cannot use a tired body. Rest is going to be very important for somebody who's going to flow. I didn't say lazy and sleeping all day. And you know why I'm going to walk. But it means that you must be able to get rest. Right? Uh, please. Because I, there's some, some lazy people out there who don't want to do nothing and all. Who am I talking about? I'm seat God all day. Me not talk about them there. Please. Okay? Them that, that's a lazy spirit. Because you can function. You can function in the prophetic ministry. But still carry on your business. Still carry on whatever you're doing. It's just that sometimes of the mandate, if you're going to be going um, out there and you have heavy ministry, the people pull from you. Let me just tell you one of the um, um, things that when 
You know, when, when I used to do what we call the awakening services on Monday nights, right? I see Pastor um, Boland is doing his service on, um, what do you call, on, on Tuesday. Like last night he had his a service. Um, when you flow in a certain mantle and people pull and the prophetic is going to be strong and all the different stuff. Because let me tell you something. Oh, glory to God. I used to see some awesome things and happening. Okay, we went through transition. You had to understand. Um, when it comes to those services, it needs a particular environment. It needs a particular thing. I could not do awakening under the tent um, with the thing open up, traffic passing, all kind of things, because it was too much distractions. In the wilderness, and so God did not allow us to do that. In the wilderness. We have not even returned as yet. Because COVID came and all the other stuff. We have not returned as yet to have full um, sun, uh, well, evening services. Right? We, we, we come straight from work. And because lighting is an issue in that area right now. Because most of our solar lights are, are down. We are trying to see how we could get them um, fixed up. And by the time or... Um, well, the order is not going to get in time for certain things. So we have to work out what we are going to do um, to go forward. But we are all thinking about these things because it creates an environment has to be created. Somebody says an environment has to be created. But let me just tell you something. I could tell you this because I used to do it every, every week. Like I see Pastor Boland is doing that. Every week on Mondays. Every week. Glory to God. Every week. But you got to understand that used to take a toll on me. Because talking Sunday, rest Sunday night, Monday. But I can tell you something. Tuesday morning, I couldn't get up early as usual. Or because what's going to happen? It, um, there is what you call the afterglow. The afterglow of you ministering. You can't go to sleep right after. So when people go home, don't receive the word and whatever. I'm up because the anointing on your life is still lingering. Let me go over this again. I said the anointing on your life is still lingering. And, 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 and it really helped, you know, something that really I need to tell somebody. Because what spirit, how can you go in such an anointing on your service? And I'm talking to us, prophetic mantles. And then right after you've gone into a bed of sin. But you're not, you're not understanding, you're not protecting the mantle that's upon your life. Because... You're taking that anointing. You just come out such a heavy service. And you're gone in a bed with somebody to commit fornication and right after service. And I'm not just talking about the preacher. I'm talking about musicians. I'm talking about singers. See, because you do not understand the mantle that is on your life. And the enemy is, is, is using that thing. You understand me? Because you're taking that anointing and you're bringing it in an atmosphere. And that is why you're corrupting the whole thing. 
can't be doing that. And I'm, I'm, look, I'm not saying to you, well, oh, you're supposed to do it when you're not, when you're not in uh, that. But I'm talking about after you just, you just don't preach. You just don't deliver. And that, that's the best thing you can do. After you done um, preach, is to call the sister, the brother, whoever. And, and, no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. That is why those of us who are going to be the vessels of the Lord must be clean. I said we must be clean. Glory to God. I said we must be clean. There is, look, look. That is why we got to be very careful. All of us. Let me go down. It says, God says, I'm going to raise up prophets from amongst you. That's why you got to protect your, 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 yourself because you become open after you don't deliver to people and you don't preach to people and prophesy. You are now open. And so you have to maintain that in, in a clean atmosphere. You cannot know. That's why you got to be very careful. You got to be careful of ministering to you. You got to be careful of doing all these other stuff because if they're not clean and they're wiping and they're doing all sorts of stuff and even armor bearers and I, I talk about assistants you know pastors assistants and all these people we all and so it is calling upon all of us to set our house in order amen i said amen somebody say amen and so um let me just try and finish up here right and so there must be the presbytery Remember I talk about the area of the understanding. All of these things would be given um, in, in areas of training so that you know who you are. Who are you opening up to when you're done um, preach? Be very careful. You're open. You got to seal yourself. Because I'm, I'm going to give you this, you know. It's not all, all preachers, and I'm not talking male or female, who, who, who end up in, you know, all kind of stuff and think that they, they, that was their intention. Sometimes we have witches. Sometimes we have people with all sorts of adulterous and corrupt thing and they come and they, when they don't preach, they don't preach and they come, come hug you up. But you don't realize if you're not discerning, they are hugging you and they're releasing upon you because you're now open. They're released like today when we are fasting. Whenever you're fasting, that's why you have, to, you have to pray over yourself. You have to anoint yourself. Cover yourself. Hello? Because there is something that is called transferring of spirits. And people come in and they see young ministers or, and, or you know, male or female and they start lusting. Because they come in, they get saved, but they didn't get delivered. And so they still have the spirit of lust. And even some people who have been in church for a while, they are lusting because they're looking at the time clock and they're saying all of the day and they would like to get married by this date. Not realizing that God has a bigger plan and a better plan. And I want to say to you, you know, start celebrating with those because I'm t I told you already, that start celebrating with those who are, who are God is given even a second chance. God is opening up. There are going to be some people right now who have never yet been married, going to be married in this season. Amen. Glory to God. Celebrate with them. 
Don't wish them no bad. Celebrate with them. Because what seed you sow is what seed will come back to you. Celebrate. All of them may not be perfect, but celebrate. Amen. And so we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful. Amen, somebody? Hello? So we have to be... Uh, and I'm not telling you going around and everything and whatever. But after you done set yourself for a season, when you come back certain times, and please respect. Sometimes please respect. Because if I am, if I just minister, if I want, if, you know, in the Holy Ghost, I am doing reaching out to you and I, God told me to hug you or whatever. That is no problem because I'm doing it because the Lord asked me. And also give ministers private space. I am wet down. You could nearly see my, because sometimes you get so wet that you could nearly see through um, your, your clothes. The, the, and, 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 and then people want to hug you at that time. No. Give people a chance to go just, you know, a change and then they could come back. Right? That's maybe one of our failures that we have. Because in the Caribbean region, our ministers are too open. We are too open to our um, congregations. Um, that don't happen so much in, in, in some of the churches in, in, in the state. And we sometimes think, oh, the person maybe, oh, they don't want to talk to nobody after they don't preach. But you know, awkward it is. I'm all wet down. I'm all wet down. And I'm, 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 I'm coming to you on a casual hug. No, no. So give them a space. I'm not talking about those who just change and then run gone like you know, because that's not our culture. That's not our culture. But give people space. And there's certain times that you gotta understand. After an anointing service, protect your anointing people. There's certain subjects. We just come out of such an anointing and we can't entertain certain things right after. You have, uh, we just, you just minister. You have to tell somebody, no, no, um, hold on. We gonna we could deal with that tomorrow. We gotta deal with that tomorrow. No. We can't deal with every subject. Anyway, I'm going to stay there. I'm gonna stay there for today. Um, definitely we are gonna be back. Remember the points that I gave you today. Um, rest is going to be important. Um, the mentorship is going to be pro, um, very much important signing up yourself into um, a school of the prophet you must you must have that um, so that somebody can really check um, the word that you're speaking um, someone that is already um, certified let me just say this you cannot be a prophet of the house and having somebody being your mentor that is not connected to no house the um, houses and also too, there must be, even if you can't have somebody always outside being your prophetic mentor and all that stuff. No, they have to be inside even in the local house. Or approved by your set man or set woman. Because sometimes we have some witches. I, look, I'm going to say it enough. We have some people out there who are using mediums. Okay? They're using stuff. They're using evil spirits. 
and they're tapping into certain things, getting certain revelations, and they're coming into the house of God, pretending to be prophets when they are witches. Okay, I'm going to stay there for today, okay? Um, hello? So you have to be very careful. You have to know whom and where God has called you to. And I can't wait, I'm telling you. I can't wait. Let me just give you this. Um, I'm going to be, remember again, the 16th, we are coming up uh, just a few days from now. Actually, we have nine more days, we're nine, ten more days to go. The 16th, today's the 6th. We have 10 more days to go. And then um, there is manifestation that Saturday. I'm going to give you the time when we are, we are going to be meeting. Then we are going to be calling together for uh, several days of um, service of miracles, signs and wonders. Uh, manifestation is going to be called Manifest 2022. Amen. Glory to God. Manifest 2022. And I'm going to tell you something. If God be God, serve him. If Baal be, 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 be God, well, serve him. But I'm going to serve the true and living God. And I'm telling you, over these 90 days, there will be a divine shift that is happening in the atmosphere. Things must shift. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Maybe some people 90 days going to start from today. But our 90 days started on the 6th of February. Glory to God. And we are going by the grace of God. Continue to pray. Continue to pray one for the other. In Jesus name. Glory to God. Thank you again for your time. And I will see you on tomorrow. As we continue. Glory to God. To sharpen our, um, our tension. Yes, glory to God. Amen. As we sharpen our attention span in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory and glory and glory. Amen. You have been listening to a podcast from the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitts and Nevis. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and be on the lookout for more. God bless you and have a great day.